Hey, 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 welcome back to my new podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. I'm your host, Robin. Thank you for taking the time out today to just listen. Um, Sit back. It's going to be interesting, of course. And you'll probably even have a few laughs in some of the things that um, I will share with the podcast for today. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to everyone who has been listening who have been sharing, who have also provided positive feedback. Um, And also to let you know, um, we have several platforms uh, where you can find this podcast at. We have it on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. These are just a few and the platforms are growing. I'm forever and extremely grateful to the Lord for just allowing me this opportunity to take advantage of the platform that has been given to me just to kind of share some things that I have been going through since we've been in this pandemic or lockdown. Some may say even a season of pause, even though the year is almost over with, um, but we still have been at a standstill. Excuse me. We've been at a standstill and for lots of us, it has been a little challenging at times. Some may have encountered some or experienced some difficulties with certain things. Some don't even have anyone around. So they've been isolated as well. And just dealing with so many different emotions, different feelings about this whole pandemic and this virus situation. And so today I wanted to talk about who, or shall I say, what is in your boat? We have so many storms. Well, life's experiences, some could be storms, some may not be. Some may even look at this pandemic as a storm. And so I wanted to talk from the book of Jonah today because unlike most of us, I think we can all relate to Jonah um, in some way, shape, fashion, or form, because Jonah was given an assignment by the Lord. And like most of us, he didn't want to do it. So he went and tried to run from it. Um, How many times have you been called or been chosen by God to do something or say something, but yet you chose to not do it, which little FYI, this is a side, a sidebar. Don't cost you anything. When we know to do and we don't, that's sin. Another term, disobedience. And Jonah was disobedient. Why? Because he knew that God is a grace a gracious father. He's merciful. And he just didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it also because he felt like God should have destroyed the city of Nineveh. He felt like he should have did it the way that he thought he should have done it. Not, he didn't want to, he wasn't trying to be in agreement or alignment with what God was saying. And so some of the things that I thought about that we can apply to today's time 
is these were several words that came to mind when I wrote this title down. And so I thought about distractions. I thought about disobedience. I thought about lack of vision, no faith, discouragement, weary and tired, wrong relationships, man. If you don't know what season you're in in your life, you could be connected to the wrong people at the wrong time. And it will just cause a whirlwind of chaos in your life. My sister gave me these two and I thought they were kind of good as well. She said thoughts, you know, your thoughts can weigh you down. That stinking thinking. Um, Emotions, where are you giving your energy to? And so when I thought about Jonah and I thought about the boat and how with him being on that boat, that boat was going down. Why? Because Jonah didn't want to embrace or accept his assignment from the Lord. And so with that, you know, a lot of times we get caught up with so many different things when life happens. And it happens just when you think you are doing good and you're on a good roll or you just feeling really good. And you didn't have days of just, you know, things are just going well. And it just seems like you just have so much favor around you. And then all of a sudden, bam, life hits you with like a one, two punch. So now you are facing this storm. And so inside of the boat, You have many different things and the enemy doesn't really care a lot of times what he will use or who he will use. And sometimes it's God because if he's called you to something and you don't want to do it willingly, sometimes he'll allow different things to happen so that you'll realize and recognize that you are not in control of anything. He's in control of all things. And usually more times than not, well, 10 times out of 10, his plan always trumps your plan. And so I thought about myself because it's easily to become distracted. It's easily to become um, faithless when you are in a storm. And earlier this year, my pastor preached a message and in the message he He basically made a statement where he said that we are all in the same storm. We just in a different boat. So what might be in my boat may not be in your boat. What might be visible from my boat may not be visible in your boat. And I thought that that was very profound because that's very true. We are all in the same situation. You might as well get used to it. Nothing will ever be the way that it used to be. This will become our new norm. And so we can allow the distractions of what is going on around us um, to cause us to become disobedient, to to cause our vision to become blurred, where we're not making sound decisions. Um, We are operating haphazardly. Some of us are very tired and weary you know, because we've been at this for a very long time and it's just like, okay, Lord, can we just, can we get a reprieve? Can we get a break? And it just seems like every time you turn around, something else is happening in 2020 while this pandemic is still yet going on. 
whether you're losing someone, whether um, the president is saying something crazy in the media. Um, And so it's just one thing after another. And so Jonah was commissioned by God to go to Nineveh to preach a message of repentance to them. Because Nineveh was a city that was flourishing. It was thriving. It was a great city. However, they allowed wickedness to come into play. And if you know anything about the Lord, and if you have a relationship with the Lord, we are to be holy as he is holy. And your flesh will not glory in his presence. And so, and neither will sin. And so their wickedness, you know, God was really going to destroy the city. But he had a plan. Jonah was his plan. Only problem is, is Jonah was not in agreement with the plan. So the things that I found out about Jonah when I started to look up and kind of do a little bit of research um, about this. Jonah was a complainer. He was disobedient. He attempted to flee God. He didn't want to go just as I stated earlier, because he knew God wasn't going to destroy the city. So like most of us think about it, when life happens, one of the first things that we do as people, it's a natural, a human normality for us to do it. And that's complain. And sometimes we complain to family and friends, coworkers, um, Sometimes we complain to people that we really don't even know that well. Um, And a lot of times it could come off as you're not being grateful. So you'll have someone respond to you in a manner of, well, you know, it could always be worse. That is a pet peeve of mine. Um, It's a truth moment for me right now. Um, The one thing that bothers me about us as Christians And when we talk to one another, sometimes we can be very insensitive to what is going on at that particular moment. Now, it may be something that sounds like someone is complaining to you, but it might be something that's very heartbreaking for that person who's speaking about it. And so we have to learn how to not downplay someone's feelings because we don't agree that it's the same. We don't see it the same way that they're looking at it. And it has the potential of just making someone feel like, well, wow, I can't even go to that person and just kind of share my heart because they're going to tell me, well, it could always be worse or you're going to have to have faith and trust in the Lord. We all know that for the most part, most of us know that. And we're trying to operate in that to the best of our abilities. But a lot of times as a Christian, sometimes it's difficult. It's difficult to have faith when It looks like everything is against you, even though you know that the Lord is with you. And so Jonah was commissioned by God to go to Nineveh, preach a message of repentance. He didn't want to. Why? I kind of feel like he probably thought, well, it's not going to work like we usually do. Well, I could try this, but that may not work, you know, but everything else you've tried hasn't worked. So why not? Why not try what God tells you to do because he knows what's best for you. And so we put a unrealistic, 
unrealistic expectation on situations and circumstances, people, and even the Lord for that matter. And so I think with Jonah, he had an expectation of God was going to do it the way that he thought he should have done it. And so when he didn't, Jonah began to complain. He became defiant. He became disobedient. And so in that, he went to Joppa, a place called Beauty or Beautiful. And it was known as a harbor city. It was a port, like a connector. So it was a connecting place from one place to another place. So you had to pass through there on your way to Jerusalem, actually. And interesting about Joppa was that the reason why it was known is it was very um, rich in like architect and just different things of that nature. It was also the place where Simon the Tanner resided. He was the one who actually housed Peter when Peter was there on assignment doing ministry um, in Joppa. It was also the place where Tabitha, who's known also as Dorcas, where Peter raised her from the dead. And I thought that was interesting as well, because sometimes, you know, when we become distracted or when we are operating in a place of disobedience or we're in our thoughts or we're in our emotions, we tend to put aside the very things that God has given us and almost trying to bury them. Um, And so isn't it just like God that in this season of your life, he wants to resurrect some things that you've tried to bury or you've buried or you don't talk about anymore, such as your dreams, um, goals, you know, and he wants to resurrect these things. And so Joppa was a place where Jonah went, got on a boat, headed to Tarshish. And Tarshish was in the total opposite direction of Nineveh. And so where it would have taken him probably only six days from where he actually was before he decided to take matters in his own hands by going to Joppa, even though that's not where God told him to go, um, it took him longer. So a lot of times God will tell us to go left and we'll go right. He'll tell us to keep straight ahead or we'll go left. Sometimes he'll tell us to be still and we're still moving. Just totally all over the place. Why? Because we have our thoughts that come into play and then our emotions, our reaction from our thoughts. And so with that, God is just like, okay, well, you boarded a boat to try to flee me. What did he do? He sent a storm. So while he was on that boat headed to Tarshish, God sent a storm. Storm was crazy. And the men on the boat panicked like most of us when things happen, stuff that we can't control. We know that God is in control, but we can't control it. And because we can't control it, we begin to panic and we start taking things in our own hands. We say we trust the Lord, but then we put it, we pick it back up like we need to help him. And he's like, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna let you do what you do, but it's not gonna work out for you. And you're gonna wind up back 
right here in front of me, even though you were trying to get away from me. And so he sent up a storm, terrible storm. And the men on the boat began to panic. And when they panicked, they started throwing things off the boat. (laughs) So I don't even know what they were taking to Tarshish to drop off or pick up. Um, That was a place where it was, some commentators said that it was a place of contemplation or examination. So could it have been that Jonah was headed to a place where he was contemplating on, was he going to do what God told him to do? Or was he going to examine, check his attitude, check his motives, check his mood, check his, his reasoning behind going in the opposite direction, even though he knew God told him to go to Nineveh. And like most of us, we contemplate so many different things. I don't know about any of you, but here'll be another truth moment for me. Um, a lot of times when my thoughts begin to consume me, I have played out a thousand and one different scenarios in my head. And usually the end result be like, okay, you know what? That wasn't like I thought it was going to be. And sometimes it's not even as bad as we think it's going to be. But our thoughts and our emotions begin to take over, which causes us to make bad decisions. Why? Because our vision is blurred. We're questioning our faith during this time. We're already tired and worn out. Uh, We're very discouraged. And, you know, you have everything going wrong that you could possibly imagine. So it's a distraction for us as well. And so everyone started throwing things off the boat. And then they started to call upon who they believed in. Where was Jonah? Jonah was in the bottom of the boat sleeping. Now, this was interesting because what about that time when the disciples and Jesus was in the storm and he was at the bottom of the boat sleeping? He wasn't worried about anything, but they were. They went and woke him up just like these men did. They went down there, caught him sleeping like, okay, dude, why are you, you know, why aren't you up calling on your God? Are we going to die in this? And so they cast lots and the lot fell upon Jonah. Jonah had to admit that he was responsible for why this was going on. He was accountable for it. And like most of us, you know, when we have been in the wrong or we have done some things that we shouldn't have done, we've said some things that we shouldn't have said, we reacted some kind of way that we shouldn't have reacted. And we have to, you know, go back. We have to ask for forgiveness. We have to repent. We have to apologize, you know, because we messed up. We made a mistake. And a lot of times we don't want to do that. We don't like being the bigger person in the, in the situation or the circumstance. Well, Jonah had to be the bigger person. He had to confess that it was because of him not being obedient to what the Lord had told him to do. This was the reason why this storm was raging. And he told them basically just throw me overboard it's better for me to die. And when you throw me overboard, the storm will cease. Now, when they woke Jesus up from on the bottom of the boat, he just told the storm to be still and it was still. But Jonah told them to throw him in the water. And when they threw him in the water, the storm ceased. 
But God had a plan for Jonah, just like he had a plan for Nineveh. Jonah was the plan that God had for Nineveh, but there was a big fish that was the plan for Jonah. And so God loved Nineveh enough to prepare someone to go preach a message of repentance, even though he was operating out of defiance and disobedient with an attitude. Um, he had a, a big fish swallow him up. Some said that it was like a whale shark. Now, could you imagine being in the belly of a fish? I know I can't. I can't even imagine what is in the belly of a fish. I can't imagine what it smelled like down there. And he was in that fish for three days. So could you imagine since he was already a complainer, he was already running from his assignment, just as we do, um, being in the, the fish, a fish swallows you up. And the smell in there stinks so bad. That's just like everything else that's going on. Them distractions, the disobedience. You have no vision, no faith, discouragement. You're tired, weary. You're in wrong relationships because you don't know what season you're in. Your thoughts are consuming you. Your emotions are all over the place. So you're not in a good headspace at all. That stuff has a tendency to become stinky. Or shall I, say, shall I say stank? Because it has a domino effect in not just your life, but anyone that's connected to you. It will impact them as well. And so that could be co-workers. That could be family. That could be your children. That could be a spouse. Um, it, it really doesn't matter. You know, it could be friends. Um, that it impacts and it doesn't impact them in a positive way. And so basically, um, I believe that the fish swallowed him up so that Jonah could confront and repent. And instantly it sent him on a fast because I know he didn't have an appetite for nothing in the belly of a fish. I wouldn't have an appetite. I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I won't be eating nothing right now. And Lord, you know. So I think that this was a coming to Jesus moment for Jonah. So he had three days and three nights in a fish. I don't think he had no food. So I'm going to just say he was fasting. And a lot of times there are certain things that only can come by way or certain deliverances, healings, and, and just different things that you believe in God for can only come by way of praying and fasting. So he instantly went on an instant fast, three days, three nights in the belly of this fish. And I believe that it was that third day that after Jonah had got over himself and got out of his head, got out of his emotions and everything else, he accepted the call and the commission that was mandated upon him for that moment. I believe that it was then when he came into agreement with what God told him he was going to do. And so in doing that, the fish then spits him out. Well, the Bible says it spewed him out on dry land. Now, could you imagine what he might have been covered with, what he smelled like, what he looked like? 
And let's keep in mind, he still had to get to Nineveh. So as he journeyed to Nineveh, now keep in mind, um, God put him back in the direction he needed to be in. It still was a six day trip. Could you imagine over there in the Mediterranean area where it was probably unbearably hot? So the temperatures was just like ridiculous. Jonah walking or however on his way to Nineveh to preach this message of repentance to Nineveh and he's hungry, he's tired, he smells, he probably looks like death at this point, like he wanted to die. And then God had another plan. So when Jonah was resting, God allowed a plant to grow overnight to provide shade for him. And that plant was a gourd. That's what it was called, a gourd, G-O-U-R-D. And that plant actually provided shelter, well, shade, so to speak, for Jonah in those blaring hot temperatures. And understand that he even still yet complained. He was still complaining. He wanted to die. He was just like, why would you, why don't you just let me die out here? Because he really did not want to go to that place. Even though he knew that that was what God wanted him to do. Just like most of us, myself included. How many times have we been told to do certain things or we have to be told yet over and over again and we still just don't want to do it. We don't want to comply. And so the plant provided shade in those temperatures, but Jonah still wanted to just die. He felt like, I guess, if he died, he that would keep him that would cancel the assignment that he was given God wasn't gonna let him die and so even while Jonah was complaining about the heat complaining about wanting to die along comes this worm that eats up the plant that's just like anything else when we don't repent when we operate in unforgiveness when we um, operate in disobedience, that thing just eats away at us slowly, that it becomes bigger and bigger to a point where this worm ate the plant up. (laughs) I had to just laugh because a lot of times we know and we could see things happening and unfolding right in front of us, but yet, Instead of just biting the the bullet and taking the higher route or the higher road, we just want to be petty. Jonah was being petty right now. and uh, But God was still going to get the glory. And he still was going to go and do what he was called to do, whether he wanted to or not. So he continued on to his journey. And uh, like most of us, You know, it's okay to be angry. You know, it's okay to feel like, 
you're alone. Um, you become overwhelmed with that. And it's okay to be angry with God. But do you think that you really have a right to be angry with the Lord, especially when it's something that you've allowed or you made a choice to not be obedient with it? And I know for me that resonated in my spirit real heavily because there was a lot of times in my life that I could think on and reflect back to where I was angry with the Lord. Some of it was self-inflicted. And then there were other things that just not being connected to the right people, being at the right, the right place, but at the wrong time, um, allowing different things to come into play, not thinking outside of my head or getting out of my head, allowing my emotions to control me to a point where I was making bad decisions and choices that just really it impacted my life in such a way that sent me down several roads that I was not prepared for. I really wasn't. I wasn't re re prepared for the repercussions of those roads and where, what was going to happen with me going down those roads. And so, you know, even in that, God was asking Jonah, you know, do you really have a right to be upset about things that, what, what did you do? Did you um, create a plant that provided shade for you and it grew overnight? You have no control over these things that I'm doing. Just do what I've commissioned you to do, basically. And that's what God tells most of us. Just do what I told you to do. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy, but if we just follow his instructions and do it the way he tells us to do it, we go through that process in less time. When you become defiant and disobedient and operating in your own will and out of his will, it takes you through that process that much more longer to get through it. And so even in that, the moral of the story is, is just do what God tells you to do. So Jonah made it to Nineveh, just as I stated earlier, and he preached the message of repentance. God saved the city and you don't really hear too much about Jonah after that. So I don't really know what happened with Jonah after that. <laughs> I don't know if he stayed in Nineveh or he went back to wherever he was. Um, but a lot of times when we're just willing to be obedient, when we embrace the call because we're chosen, we're part of a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, it makes things so much more easier for us. I didn't say that the road would be easy, but we could get through the processes much more easier. And so that's all I have for you. And I hope that it was enlightening, enriching. It brought some clarity to some things. Be mindful of when you're in a storm, what you will allow in your boat. Um, don't allow those things that will cause you your boat to sink. 
And then instead of running to Joe or Susie over here because you think they have the best answers for you um, or they're going to be in agreement with your feelings about the situation or the circumstance, run to God. Go talk to the Lord. He is the creator of everything. He knows how it works. Don't let him be a last resort when you're in a storm. Let him be your only resort and your first resort when you're in a storm. And guess what? He won't let you drown. He won't let your boat sink. Why? Because he loves you way too much to allow that to happen. So I would encourage everyone to share this message or this episode, shall I say. Thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate you all. Much love, be encouraged, and be blessed.